Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Don't forget, coming up at noon o'clock, we will do the Brian Regan ticket giveaway in that hour. And then at 12, we will talk with one of the newest Texas Rangers, Andrew Heaney, right here on your home of the Rangers and the Cowboys 105 through the fan. Did you get to the have you gotten to the Drew Brees news yet, Kevin? Have you oh, seen Oh, is he get a new broadcasting gig? Oh, well, is he coming back? Kind of. What? Drew Brees, the former NFL quarterback, he is not is being hired as an interim assistant coach at Purdue, helping them transition their coaching staff as they get ready for the Citrus Bowl. I just thought that was kind of cool. Like Drew Brees going to What's he going to do? How's he, is he just going to go and like kind of, you know what? I kind of want to hang around with the Purdue guys and see what's going on. So I'm, I'm really interested in that. See okay. If he can, if he can Look, create some great quarterbacks. That is way more logical to me than I thought you were going to be like, you know what? The 49ers reached out or I don't know, whatever. Hell, maybe the Saints reached back out. It's so weird. It is the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, Mike. Sure. Doesn't that seem like two completely opposite things? That you Both orange. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. There you go. <laughs> That's... That is a great point. <laughs> if you make sure citrus is orange, because you can say citrus is also lemon yeah, or lime. Yeah, lime, yeah. Do you Isn't not, that interesting from the language? We took lemon and lime and just said, yeah, a lemon's a lime and a lime's a lemon. Because like, if you go to Mexico and you're like, hey, I want lemon, they're mm-hmm. going to give you lime. Yeah. Okay. I, I do think that is interesting. Have you not been to Mexico, Kevin? I have. I guess I did not ask for a lemon or a lime. That makes sense. Anything. Yeah, it makes well, tons of sense. You're not a well, I was there. <laughs> what did you call bread in Mexico? I, <laughs> Pan. Okay. Pond. I don't recall all of those exploits or anything like that. All Adrian right. got real mad because I kept going, it's okay? And people would say, yes, it's okay. Oh, dear. Because that that's what I said when I was working. No, seriously, like, I was working in the kitchen, and know. my guys that I worked with would always say that. And I was like, all right, I used it in Mexico. We need to look up, is a lemon a lemon first, mm-hmm. or is a lemon a lime first? And how Did come if your car is no good, they don't I'm call it a lime? Yeah, which one messed it up? Okay. they should be the same. Let's do some investigation. Joey, I'm going to let you decide if you want to be positive or negative. Please play cut oh, seven, God. eight, or nine, because it's time to talk some Mavs. Mitchell pulls up. Oh! Donovan Mitchell from distance, as Mitchell now has six threes on the evening. I should have said stop him, huh? I should have said positive or realistic, as Donovan Mitchell went six of nine, from three last night, and the Cleveland Cavaliers were victorious over the Dallas Mavericks, 105-90. to Mike, do you want to start with the game itself? Do you want to start with well, the beginning of the game and Christian Wood sitting on the bench, or Luka walking off and what has made the rounds on social media? That's probably the most important, but the most kind of opinionated thing, if that makes sense. Because, sure. I mean, you have to really say, this is my opinion, why is it your opinion? And if you have a negative thing, then Mark Cuban and the whole... Mavs organizations can come out and say, we love 
you know, Luca, Luca loves Mark, all these things, is I would just say real quick about the game, Cleveland's just way better than the Mavericks. There's nothing the Mavs can do to beat them. You, you'd have to hit 50% of your three-point shots, play out of your mind, because they're just way more talented. With Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, obviously. Yeah. They have four potential all-stars in their starting lineup. So what are the Mavs supposed to do? Like I get Luka's better than Donovan Mitchell. If, if you say Donovan Mitchell's their best player, that's the thing about, hey, is Donovan Mitchell their best player? Yeah, I think so. But that Jared Allen guy's pretty awesome and a multi-time all-star. And then you just look at Evan Mobley. That dude's a future all-star, like a Chris Bosh type of dude. Is there something happening? Is there like new information coming no, out? I, there's audio, and I was just trying to figure out where it's coming from. Is my new rebooted computer now capable of playing <laughs> audio? Okay. But Darius Garland is an all-star and has a good chance to be an all-star again. So they're literally putting out on the court four all-stars yeah. to start the game. And you're putting out one superstar with four guys you're not sure should be starting in the NBA. Nothing against our guys there. Dinwiddie is a good player, and he's been playing well. But really, his role when you traded for him was Jalen Brunson starts with Luka. And Dinwiddie comes off the bench. And then there's a decision with five minutes to go in the game. Should Dinwiddie play the last five minutes because he had a good game? Or are we best with him sitting out the last five minutes of the game? Not anymore. He's our second best player. That's what you've gone from from Dinwiddie. You traded for a guy. And I'm not trying to dog on Dinwiddie at all. Dinwiddie is having a good year. Dinwiddie is a good basketball player. Last year when you traded for Dinwiddie, you weren't even sure if he was one of your best five guys. In the playoffs, you weren't sure when Luka was healthy if he's one of your best five guys. That's your second best player. Does Dorian Finney-Smith start on all 30 teams? No, but he's a solid player and would play for all 30 teams. Dwight Powell wouldn't play for most teams in the NBA that are good teams. And then you throw out, I guess, Tim Hardaway Jr., who, once again, right? This is this is who he is. You just have to live with it. Hot and cold. He Joey Gallo'd you 0 for 4 with four golden sombreros right there. And and that's who he is. He's Joey Gallo of the NBA. He's uh, uh, either hot or freezing ass cold. And so it's just tough just for my assessment of looking at Cleveland and looking at Dallas and going, you can't compete against that. You you don't have the talent to compete against that. Now, in good Luka news, and then maybe we'll get to the potentially negative Luka news, is did you see he couldn't be there because, you know, the game they were playing last night, but he threw a surprise Christmas party for pediatric patients in Dallas. More than 200 patients got Nerf hoops, Nerf blaster guns, Jordan brand apparel. They had some chess-themed stuff. There was food. There was face painting. There's photo booths, hot chocolate, all kinds of cool stuff that Luca set up. Super awesome. That's really cool. And, you know, obviously with what Dirk has done throughout his – did throughout his career, we never found out about a lot of it. Like my sure. friend told me that he would come in every night when he was working at Scottish Rite and just hang out with kids and put little hoops like, up for them. And, tell anybody. Yeah, and he and my friend was working down there and I was like, dude, he's just the best. And to see Luca, you know, want to be part of this community and do something like that, he's, I love it. He's doing the same, making a delivery or getting a delivery set up for 150 pediatric patients in Slovenia next week. So just super cool. On the flip side, though, the video that I'm sure got sent to you multiple times, I saw it multiple times. We got to trade this guy. (laughs) So my focus when Luca was walking off the court when it was, what, 23 to 10, like the game already felt like it was spiraling out of control in the first quarter is people are like, yeah, come on, high five. And he's just kind of like walking off the court and maybe at best giving like a pseudo sad low level five. 
But and other people, yeah. But other people, the thing I didn't focus on then is folks are saying he was just like staring into the eyes of Mark Cuban, and I have to. Do admit, you have that pulled up right now? I, as I you're will, talking, pull yeah, it up I again will go because find it. Because I, I didn't notice that when I'm I watched it. I'm not 100. It. That's, I think, why. Well, I guess people are tweeting it for multiple reasons. But I think, I'm not even sure if he saw Dwight Powell. Because he was just deathly staring at Mark Cuban. And, you know, from, from what I understand, they don't have the closest of relationships. Yeah. I'm not saying they hate each other. I'm not saying they love each other. But it is not like the Dirk and Cuban relationship that developed over time. Because think about this. This is Luca's fifth year here now. It's not his second year okay, here. He's yeah, been around. He's been around now. This is his fifth year. And, uh, you know, you hear things. I don't know how true or untrue they are, but you hear things. And I don't know if they're uh, on the same page. I, it's it's tough to try to, to you know, say things. Things because I don't want to say that they hate each other or that Luca hates Mark Cuban or anything like that. But I mean, there's a little bit of Luca that might not appreciate uh, Mark. Yeah. And I'm not saying Mark's the best owner either. I mean, we've just seen it. Mark over the last five years has spent the least amount of money. If you haven't heard this, Mark has spent the least amount of money on an NBA team in the last in, five years. In the last five years, over Sacramento Kings. Whoever you want to think that's cheap and and a bad organization, it doesn't mean you're a bad organization. But Mark doesn't like spending money on players as much as it sounds like he spends money on players. He's had opportunities to spend a lot more on this team and has chosen not to. There's articles on it on where he decided, I want to stay below the cap. I want to stay below this threshold when he could have gone above and then you have to pay luxury tax and stuff. And he does not want to do that. And I think that's the thing in... and. I'm sure there was people who felt this way. Maybe I don't feel like this was a huge majority opinion by any means at the time, but as much as Jalen Brunson wanted to go back to New York and, you know, be with his dad, his whole agent and play for the Knicks, his hometown team. And like all that stuff is if you would have just maxed him out, you would have been like, well, this sucks, but we lost the negotiation. We, you could have maxed him out. I think he would have stayed and then you would have been stuck with a lot more luxury tax would have been problematic. Right. But maybe that's baked into the look. Maybe people are looking too much into the look. I don't know. I think that he's getting frustrated with how much is on his plate with this team. And I know that the Mavericks didn't plan on going into the season with this exact team. When they lost Jalen Brunson, and to your point, I don't know. I think Chris Arnold makes great points. I've heard him here on the fan, and I really respect Chris Arnold. It's like, There's nothing you could do. And I totally get. Maybe there was nothing sure. you could do. You could offer him five years for 150 million, and the Mavericks did not do that. They didn't even consider doing that. They didn't want to put that on the table because they didn't want to pay that money. So you're not going to offer him something because what if he says yes? Yeah. Then Mark Cuban goes, "Oh crap! He said yes. I got to tell him no. I was just doing it for looks, so it could look like we offered him the max." The Mavericks were at around a 20 million dollar number. And when he was going to get that much and a little bit more from New York, and he's like, look, I'm going to New York. I want to be in New York. It's my childhood dream to be in New York. It's like, all right, go to New York. Yeah. Because they weren't going to say, before you go to New York, here's five years and $150 million. Because they weren't going to do that. So it's kind of both sides have have kind of a, a, a an opinion there. Because the Mavericks never were going to offer five for 150, which they could have. Do you think that Nico is creative enough to work within the restraints constraints that this current cap has them in then like 
Mike, if I may, yeah. I think they, I think I do because I thought they made Christian Wood appear out of almost nothing. Gotcha. Now, clearly, I realize now that maybe that relationship is not going the way they thought. But the fact that they were still able to get him for not a lot, I was really impressed by. Yeah. So I guess I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, too. He is stuck with bad contracts. And he did take on two bad contracts. I mean... To get out of KP. To get out of KP, he took on two contracts that the NBA thought were bad contracts. So, you have bad contracts. You don't have your first-round pick this year. For the most part, it is top 10 protected, but which means you can't trade a first-round pick till your 2025 first-round pick. So, he's restricted with trading picks. He's restricted with having picks and picking guys out of the draft. He's restricted with a bunch of bad contracts. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a horrible contract. Bertans is a horrible contract. Uh, I won't say that Dwight Powell's a horrible contract anymore because it's the last year, but most NBA people see Dwight Powell as a four to five million dollar player. But I got eleven million dollars on him, you know. So it's just he has a lot of bad things he's dealing with that he didn't create. Do you think so? Is it a, a this full season and then another season before he can? Yeah. Really do what he probably wants to do? Possibly. The problem hey. is, is Tim McMahon has written an article or it was on a podcast, yeah. and I do believe Tim McMahon on this one, is that you kind of have two years left of Luca until he starts going, I ain't staying here for this. Mm-hmm. And then you got to, that's when he has to start going, all right, I got, I got to make some moves. And that's what, you're right, because that's what I'm trying to figure out. By the time you're unshackled to make the moves, is it too late? Because the guy's like, yeah, but that's what you told me. Four years ago and two years ago and last year and yeah. I don't know. And and that's that is a scary part and that's down the road. And right now, you down sixteen to two to start the game. I get it. You get off to bad starts all the time. Uh, you know, it it can happen. But they put in Christian Wood and it immediately changed into somewhat of an even matchup. And they're still better than the Dallas Mavericks. Do not get me wrong. Christian Wood in the lineup versus that Cleveland Cavaliers team, they're still better than you. But you're literally putting a guy out there that Jason Kidd knows he's not good. That's why he put JaVale McGee in the starting lineup to start the year. Because he's like, look, I know that he can't play in real NBA games against playoff teams. He's not good enough to. And you're going back to it. I'm just wondering, now that you're 14 and 14, at any point, is Jason Kidd going to explore different avenues on how to win basketball games? It's I like Jason Kidd, but and I shouldn't be this frustrated with him after 28 games after going to the Western Conference Finals. But I'm getting frustrated with what are you trying to do different? Where, you know, we talk about Kellen Moore's creativity or Mike McCarthy or whatever it is. Do you feel like Jason Kidd is trying to get creative with this team at all in different avenues to win? Not particularly. And I know Hardy is a flashpoint for a lot of that in my mind as well. One of the things I was going to ask you about when Josh Green comes back, would you consider maybe moving him into the starting lineup and see how that looks or trying it out. But it feels like... And move Dinwiddie to the bench? I believe that is the direction. I wouldn't mind trying it for three games just to see. It's not like you're winning a lot with this team. Right. Oh, man, what if we make this change? Are we going to lose half our games? You already lose half your games by trying to do the exact same thing you did last year. The problem is the exact same thing you did last year, you had Jalen Brunson for 30 minutes. Jalen Brunson isn't on this team. So you got to do different things. You got to try different things. And Christian Wood, he might be a big D. I don't know, you know, but 
at some point, you, player. he's a better player and a much better player than Dwight Powell. He's a much better player than Maxi Kleba, and I know he wasn't there to play last night. He's obviously a much better player and more engaged than Jalen or uh, than JaVale McGee. So I, I just don't. At some point, there's a lot of pride, it seems like, on the Mavs for what they accomplished last year, and they're not allowing a person like Christian Wood. And maybe he's just too bad of a person. Maybe he's not a hard worker. Maybe he's not this and that. But he is way better than what you have. I still think you're probably, Mike, I hate to say it, three to four weeks out from major changes yeah. because the Mavericks are going to be like, we're on the same track we were last year, right. and they think it's going to end the same way. Except Luca's in shape this year. Luca's at an MVP level this you year. Last year he was a fat ass who couldn't play you know, great basketball last year, and he made that correction. But – I'm that, with that, you. Right. I, I'm no, with no, you. and I'm with you too. I just it's one of those things where if they think that, you're like, yeah, but Luca got a lot better because he wasn't playing well the first 30 games of the year. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, it's time for my buddies an idiot. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know. We'll do it next right here in the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. And it's time for my buddies an idiot. 877-881-1053. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know. 
we want to hear it. I have a little bit of it's. I don't want to do the breaking news thing. It's not that big of breaking news, but uh, Mark Stein tweeted out during the break there that Maxi Kleba will miss an extended period of time because of his right leg injury. So this isn't a game to game thing oh, anymore dear. with Kleba. So if you're like, well, Kleba will be back tomorrow night or soon. They're saying he ain't gonna be back soon. Trying to not get traded, but he's always hurt. I mean, I it makes know, this is what he does. He yeah. does get hurt. Unfortunately, he does get hurt. I don't know about the traded part or anything like that. I've been told that around trade deadline, baseball players will either play poorly or something will be, you know, not right so that they don't get traded from where they are because they like where they are. I'm not saying this is like true about Maxi, though. Okay. It's just a theory. Okay. That I have. All right. Alone. Oh, my God. Without anybody else. Stop doing that. All right. 877-881-1053. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Or are they one of these people? Is I saw this on Twitter yesterday. Is Steve Robertson on Twitter said that he's heard multiple reports that there are some college coaches working through third parties to try and get Mississippi State football players to go into the transfer portal. What? So essentially, they're like, hey, your coach died. You should leave the school right now. That... That's scumbaggery. It really like, is. At this, right now, like that's that's poor. That's real poor. Uh, that is why Mississippi State worked so quickly to elevate, elevate. their defensive yeah. coordinator, though, because they wanted, you know, some sort of continuity there. But that's see, this is one of the things that I don't like about uh, about the college game. Like it's like we always talk about the purity of that what the athletes are doing and everything, but the other things that go on there are just kind of slimy and gross. From the 469, my buddy's an idiot. He believes Jason Kidd is an excellent coach. I Look, I'm not ready yeah, to I'm say not. he's not an excellent coach. I've just been frustrated by this year. He did an unbelievable job last year, and that buys him time. Even as frustrated as I am right now, it buys him time with me. But if you get to the end of the year and you don't make the playoffs – uh, you have to start reevaluating and not say fire him immediately, but did what did he do to help? And right now it doesn't feel like he's helping. Yeah. No, I'm inclined to agree with that. Now, <laughs> I've had this story for a couple days, and I wasn't sure how we were going to be able to talk about it, but this is the perfect avenue to talk about it. You know how we've kind of made fun of the Coyotes over the last year and a half for – I don't know, being low rent at most of the things they do right down to not not staying in their actual arena. The Gila Monster yes. Arena. Yes. Hey, they have a sick about. new name, though, for the arena. What is the new name for Mullet the arena? Mullet Arena. Mullet? Oh, yeah. yes. Mullet Arena. Yeah, well, I got some nasty flow <laughs> down at the old Mullet Arena. I think they should change like the name. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Joey, you've made an impression. I think they should reconsider and call it the Bitten Off Finger Arena. Oh, because no. Because... Did a monster get somebody? No. Humans got to other humans. So what? after the Bruins-Coyotes game, I think it was five or six days ago, there was a fight that broke out in the aforementioned mullet arena, and one participant got part of their finger bitten off. Oh. All right, so here's here's the deal. By a coyote? No, by another by human. By another human. I, I just got an email from Carter. 
about this? Our Carter. Okay. Uh, not my Carter, our Carter, about the Fantasy Football League. Okay. And we have three people who tied for the worst record this year. And there's supposed to be a punishment for the people who tied for the worst record. I suggested they chop off a finger. Nobody <laughs> has said anything about this. But here we are with this story, Kevin, where somebody's the whole finger, finger got bitten or just off. The tip? You can just, I mean, if you want to, we can just go tip a finger. That's fine. Yeah. But now I'm like, now what I'm really starting doing? to think. Nobody's responded to my email. What are you doing, Mike? They're well, all like, hey, let's have this Ronnie dinner. Ronnie Lott only lost the tip. Uh-huh. He didn't lose the whole finger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, would you, would you let somebody bite the tip of your finger off? Uh, for the outcome of a fantasy football league, no. Coward. That would hurt. I'm not so saying bad. there's no scenario. Like to one knuckle. Yeah, just one, just the, the yeah, just the top part. You were gonna just, say, I know what you were gonna say. Like Mike was the, setting you up maybe for. Maybe just past the fingernail. How easy do you think it is as a human to bite part of a person's finger off? You can't do it to yourself. <sighs> Probably not. Like, like you're but the you, guy that cut his leg off in some movie book. Thing. <laughs> Isn't that his arm? His arm. Yeah. How mad do you have to be at the game? Is it going yeah. that poorly that you have to? <laughs> yeah. In what universe are the stakes and, to an early regular season game between the Bruins and the Coyotes yeah. worth biting someone's finger off? The Bruins have like the most points in the NHL. Yeah, like you're really worried about. I mean, I know you lost, but yeah, maybe what? they need to put a, a a sign. Usually, it's beware of flying pucks. It's beware of. Fans biting fingers. Facts. What's more valuable, a pinky finger or a pinky toe? I think it's a pinky Dude, finger. Finger is not. Because I think I broke my pinky toe recently. Walking's not easy. Like whenever, yeah, what? I ran into the Yeah, but it hurts. It We're hurts just bad. eliminating it. Yeah, no. So so the balance part of it, like, that's going to throw off my ability to stand. It might be. I've been standing my whole life. Mm-hmm. Except for, I well, guess, that the first, first year, part, yeah. Yeah, like nine yeah. to twelve months. Yeah, but after that, lots of standing. My my. How's foot? Noah doing with the walking and running and standing? Not happening yet. And my you're expecting him to read reading though, pretty yet? soon. Man, I'm telling you, you know who's saddest about this is my three year old nephew Hudson. Every time he sees Noah, he goes, "Can he walk or talk?" And every time we're like, "No, it's gonna be a minute, buddy." I'm so sorry. he's like, "I don't even want anything to do with that kid until he can." I can see it. Is that kind of how it works? I I, how am I supposed to play with this guy? Yeah. When are you going to learn how to read? Is that what you told the three-year-old? <laughs> My wife got a big kick out of that. She's like, you're not really thinking that, right? And I was like, no, no, I'm not really thinking that. From the 972, my buddy's an idiot. He called out the MVP of the league as a system quarterback a week before they play the division title. Do you want to hit that or do you want to get into the response? What is the response? Okay, so to combo with that, let's get ready for cut six. This is Jordan Mylotta. I feel like kind of calling Micah Parsons an idiot. Yeah, I'm going to worry about the Chicago Bears this week, mate. Uh, worry about this game. Micah should worry about his game this week, too. So even if they have a game, I don't, I don't know who the f*** they're playing. Um, but part of my language, I mean, just, just worry about what you got this week. You know, that's how we do it here. Not going to worry about any other comments anybody said. That's just how we focus and, and run about our business. we got the Chicago Bears, not the Chicago Michael Parsons. So that's how I go about it. He just created the Chicago Micah Parsons, by that the way. That dude plays for Wrexham or the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> He's, is he Australian? Also, I do have some question about his focus. If he can, kinda, He's literally talking yeah. about it. And he's like, but we're not talking. We're about focused it. on ourselves, and Micah Parsons should shut his mouth. But I heard like, everything he Why? said. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I know everything he said about this, but I'm focused on the Bears. That's how he said it. He said, I'm thinking about taking the Bears. I bet they don't have focus on the Bears. See, wouldn't you love it way more, though, if he's like, look, normally I would not dignify your question with a response, but we're playing the Bears, so it's going to be fine, and I can talk about whatever non-consequential Bears issues you would like to discuss. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like that would be problematic for a whole lot of reasons. If you really don't want to say anything about it, then you just say... I don't even I don't know what you're talking about. I'm focused on the Bears and move on. Like that's that's how you do it. You don't create a whole Micah the Micah Parsons Bears. That was good. The Chicago Micah Parsons. Yeah. I like He's that. a lion. Yeah, you got a good point. The Detroit Micah Parsons is Mike, Micah Parson and I. <laughs> what? How you? What's the plural of Micah? How? What's more people? Wouldn't it just be Micah Parsons? Yep. The apostrophe goes at the back it's end. It's a though, pack so. of lions or a nest of lions. A nest? There is no chance you think lions a, are a nest. I think it's pride. It's a pride. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> They're all like climbing up into their nests. It's the biggest ass nest you've ever seen. They can climb trees. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you think lions bear. are born via egg? At the start, the lioness has an egg in her body. And no! Then, okay. Enough, there's a thing that swims inside of her All and right. then cracks the egg. That's my fault. His wife's a pediatrician. He knows this stuff. Yes. That At is, one point, Noah was an egg. That's a good point. Does your wife ever have to talk to you about basic like human biology? And does she talk kind of down to you where she's like, look, Mike, seriously? No, that's what I get from 10 to 2. <laughs> Snap! Oh my god. No! He snapped on him. Snap! Oh, that was a double snap. Why did we need the audio of it if he just said it? Because it makes it better. Oh my god. I like double that. Down. I like that Scotty Erickson, man. All black. <laughs> That's black still... glove, black shoes. You know what, Joey? You should consider that a win. Shout out my Uncle Scott. Yeah. Oh! From the 469, my buddy is definitely an idiot. He thinks the Cowboys stand a chance against Philly or San Francisco. I'll tell you this right now. The Cowboys will be favored in that game against the Eagles in a week and a half. If they don't lose to Jacksonville, they will be favored in that game. Uh I guess I'm an idiot then. I think they stand a chance against both of those teams. Absolutely. So I guess we will see how that I'm plays out. trying to look up. and see if there's a line on it right now. Oh, okay. Oh, there are lines on oh, games next week. What are we looking at? I'm going to say Cowboys by one and a half. Stop. One. Yeah, Cowboys by one. See? The Cowboys are so much better than the Eagles. I mean, I would Vegas s- knows it. Vegas knows. Vegas gets it right all the time. They got the Lions right last week. I mean, there's two people that know. Vegas. And Bo. Santa Claus. Oh, okay. God. How what about in Bo? the world Bo is it? That's Bo a knows. commercial. In what they universe a, would have, I know that Santa was going to be the next thing that you would say? You don't tell that when Brandon messes up, Santa knows. Yeah. I think we've moved towards, just turn your damn homework in. the 214 zoologist here, it is a nest. No! No! They're a zoologist, Kevin. people know. You You don't know. Are you a zoologist? You're going to fit in just fine on this show because the way he looked shocked (laughs) as if that was actual factual information, he was like, I can't believe we just learned that. You're going to work just fine on this show. Perfect. With everybody everybody else. (laughs) No! I'm back here in the lion's nest. Oh, that's, yeah. where that's that area now. We never had a name for it. It makes sense. It's the pimp cup. But yeah, even still. 
Well, I didn't realize this would be the case, but for the people in here, because they donated for my possibilities, <laughs> we might do a on-the-fly fan phenom and see which one of you guys can fill my spot best at this rate. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, Kevin. You don't show up tomorrow. We'll believe that you had enough of us. Okay. There's a pack of birds out there. <laughs> oh my God! Murdered They're doing the flying V. The kings of the sky. <laughs> yes. A ga- it's a gaggle of lions. That's oh. from Steve Stevenson here. His buddy's a zookeeper. Oh. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. My goodness. <laughs> Coming up next, who the hell knows? But also, Gridiron Gravy. How do key players' absences impact the spread? Probably more lion talk as well. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mahomes being pressured. Now flings it, slings it to McKinnon at the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Batman loves this stadium! It was an underhanded shovel at the right boundary for a 56-yard touchdown! KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Let's find out why that specific clip was needed as we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. Dang it. Are all birds flocks? No. I forgot to turn my mic on. Crows. It's a murder of crows. Mm -hmm. A flock of cardinals. A gackle. Gaggle of geese. Gaggle of geese. Five golden rings. Are you okay, Kevin? <laughs> oh, man. How many turtle doves have you ever seen? In that real seems life? impossible. None. I don't think they can mate. Turtles and doves. Oh, my God. Mike thinks he is the funniest dude. He really does. Look, right now. Look at how red his face is right now with the jokey. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't say a flock of chickens, would you? No, I would not. It's a coop of chickens. Oh, a chicken coop. Chicken coo. All right, what's happening in football? Okay, <laughs> what's happening in football is Patrick Mahomes is one. Who do you think is the other player tied at the top that makes most impact on an NFL point spread if they're not in the game? Jalen Hurts. Is not Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts will impact it seven points. Patrick Mahomes Holmes, yeah, I was gonna say and Mahomes. one other player impacted eight points. Is it a quarterback? Correct. Um, the, it's dominated by quarterbacks. Josh Allen Josh is correct. Allen. Then from there. Was that right? Yes, you right, were. Thank you. Is Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. Seven Why Lamar half. Jackson? They either score 13 or 10. That is an interesting point are usually worth seven and a half. Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady, seven. Aaron Rodgers, six. Like Tom Brady makes much of a difference. This yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like some of, but it's hard to change people's perceptions. Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford are worth six. 
Deshaun Watson and Dak are both worth five and a half points to the point spread. Five and a half points for Dak. Interesting. Yes. Now, what I want. So does that mean that they're a two point <laughs> underdog? I'm trying to figure out how this math math balances out because you talk about yeah the three point spread. So if you didn't have Dak in this game, theoretically the Cowboys would be at half a point underdog. And based on the other quarterback, does that so like uh, if you have Dak and then like Jared Goff. Do those balance that direction? Ex- okay. Exactly. So, for example, look at the scales here. We go down the list. Trevor Lawrence is on the same par right now as Daniel Jones at two and a half points, which I don't agree with that. But then again, I don't agree with a couple of these numbers. I don't know who Jacksonville's backup is. Is it still uh, not Minshew? He went to Philly, right? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll find out. And all of those quarterbacks, even Daniel Jones, is worth more than Micah or Cooper Cup or Derrick Henry. When I mean, you talk about the points, I mean, Houston essentially took Micah out of the game Sunday. I mean, he didn't make as much of an impact as he typically does. Yeah. I know sometimes we talk about, well, if you take a double team away, doesn't that open something up for somebody else? Nobody else got sacks. So teams can definitely take that out. I don't know how you can't take quarterbacks out. You know, you, I guess you Not can. Not as but easily. Yeah, it just seems like they're going to at some point adjust to it in, in some way, different way. In ter- CJ beat hard. Okay, Bethard. and Bethard yeah. is in terms of, I'm not surprised that's what you said, though, is the top five non-quarterbacks on offense that impact the point spread. Jefferson? Justin Jefferson is correct. Tyreek Hill? Correct. <laughs> not Travis Kelsey. I'm going to stay with you. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, wow. Uh, Devontae Adams. Incorrect. Crap. Um, Tyron Smith. No. Jamar Chase, Derrick Henry and Cooper Cup are the others. They're all worth two points. Man, OK. On the point spread. Do you what? happen to do you have a rest, another the rest of the sheet? Because I want to know where like Diggs is. It's just has top five non QBs and defensive okay. players. Do you want a shot at the defensive players? Top five defensive players that impact the point spread. Mike. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Correct. Look at you, bro. Uh, Bosa. I'm going to need you to be more specific. One of the Bosa's. Nick. N- correct. The San Francisco Bosa. Correct. Uh, the Pittsburgh, uh, brother, um, well, uh, JJ, TJ, what, what? were you about to say JJ Wilcox for a second there? I just, a former safety for the Cowboys because he was thinking (laughs) JJ Watt and it's like, but it's not him. So he thought his brother was JJ Wilcox, but TJ Watt. Correct. Uh, is miles Garrett in that? Correct. You only have one. And if you get this one wrong, you're going to feel really dumb. Uh, Randy Gregory. <laughs> He's a, if, if he would have been healthy this year, Denver would be 10 Do you want three. to overrule that answer? The answers you have so far, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and Nick Bosa. Mike, how, how confident are you? About Randy Gregory? Yeah. Think about it. They, went, they signed him to a major confident. contract. You should be 0% and confident three and 10 about because that he's answer. Been hurt. So. I'm telling you, you should be 0% confident about that answer. Is it Micah? It is Micah Parsons <laughs> is correct. Man, Boy. that was a really tough one. But like, Mike, to overrule, that I mean, was very difficult. If you just look at the stats. Uh-huh. What and stats? You just look at Randy Gregory. Uh-huh. He won 12 games for the Dallas Cowboys last year. How's Denver And then they were going to win 12 games for Denver this year. But because uh-huh. of his injury, hmm. 
they only won three. <laughs> All right. That's, like that that's some great insight right there. So, yeah, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Michael Parsons, Nick Bosa, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, all less than Daniel Jones. So, like, whenever we talk about the MVP and how important the quarterback is, in terms of the odds makers, they're like, you're all less impactful than Daniel Jones. Man, so that's how we should be betting. We should be making all our bets based on that list right there. Something interesting to keep in mind. Now, speaking of... I want to bet tonight's game. Do you? Yeah. With whomst? I don't know. I want. I think San Francisco is going to win. I think it's three. Spreads three. You guys like Seattle at all at home? Plus three? I do not. No. I do not. But... You like we'll, San Francisco we'll minus talk. three? Maybe we can figure this out. Hold on. He, he doesn't care. He's like, hold on. I'll, I'll take either side of that. I just want to bet the game. You just you just want to get some action going for this game tonight? I don't know. Oh, let's, my God. What is happening with you right now, Mike? Let's think about it. It's Christmas time. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So, let's go from that to Roger Goodell has said he doesn't have any expectations on the potential commander sale because they already said they were going to sell. This is really weird logic to me. Is he was like, oh yeah, they said that they were going to sell. So, of course, I just took their word for it. We will see how the process goes. But they said they were going to sell. So, why do I need to do anything? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's not it's on top notch management. I actually don't know what he's supposed to do or what he has the right to do. I mean, he could get all the owners together and be like, do you want to vote? That's for sure. But, like, I don't, I don't know how I'm, that would turn out, though. Uh, so, I like, I, I just don't know what – it seems like in the individual sales of a team, they, the NFL does have to approve via all the rest of the yep. owners. So I, I think that's more of he's just a puppet in that situation, and he just kind of just waits uh, for something to happen. I haven't seen any more specifics about this this morning, but Cardinals GM Steve Keim is taking a health-related leave of absence. In other NFL news, NFL will not play in – Mexico next year because Estadio Azteca is going to be undergoing renovations, so they missed their window. But they said they might have two games in Germany instead because they're getting uh, the stadium ready for the World Cup in 2026. So they're doing some renovations. And so instead, you might get a couple of games in Germany with the one regularly scheduled and then the one shifting from Mexico to pick up in Germany. What would you think about the idea of NFL players being ejected from games for targeting? I don't want kind it. of okay. I really don't want it to happen. I th- they're looking into it. Not That's the way just, college football it's is. It's just too much of a like it. It can change a game so quickly. And they're looking at making um, making the blindside hits or the illegal contact roughing the passer, a reviewable play, mm-hmm. and then also potentially having the discussion about making ejections for plays like that. Yeah, I would say let's make it, let's look at it, let's make it a reviewable play. It's still going to come down to like how the the person that's watching it feels it looked, right? Right. And that's why that's why I don't want ejections to be part of it. Because that what if that person is like, you know what? I have a grudge against this team and that player Boom, this is the perfect opportunity. I mean, we see it happen all the time in the NBA. You know, like we've we've talked about this at length. So I don't want to see that happen. 
And you brought up the game tonight. Brock Purdy, he was listed as questionable. He is, in fact, good to go, and he will make the start for the 49ers. My it, son asked who their backup quarterback is now, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't even know there was Josh a person. Johnson, I want to say, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. Always I was like, Josh I didn't even Johnson. know who Brock Purdy was until two weeks ago. And people have brought up the struggles of Tua in cold weather, and he downplayed it snowing in Buffalo, and he said, it snows in Alabama. Did you see what McDaniels was wearing? A shirt that said, I wish it was colder. Yes. Well, at practice, because they had to Buffalo. So he's like getting the mindset of, hey, it's not cold enough here. That guy actually is super fun. The weather's played a major role in their games, huh? Because they put them in the heat. They put Buffalo in the heat early in the year. I forgot about that. And now they're putting Miami in the cold. In your face, yeah. Miami. Have a healthy respect for the weather. I do now. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, the segment I know Corey is most excited about. Can't wait to see the feedback. 877-881-1053. Oh, yeah, you know what? We're going to change it because change instead it. we are going to have, maybe this is still the segment you're most excited for, brand new Texas Rangers pitcher Andrew Heaney right here on 105 Through the Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.